0: Who's under there? I wonder I want to know what I can't see Who's under there? I want to talk about this and the Who's under there? everybody, and welcome back to the Masked Singer Rehapa podcast, where every week we come together, we try and dissect clues if they're there, we talk about performances, and we roast the judges for their horrible guesses. Back once again to talk about episode three, aka the final of the first group. One person has punched their ticket to the finals now, and next week we'll find out who the new batch of contestants are. But for now, let's talk about this episode. I am your host, of course, Puya the Wand Zanvikili, back here again. And as always, I've got my router now with me, my partner and everything. It's Liana, the spaghetti Boris. Liana, how are you doing today?
1: Twirl me up and eat me with a fork and spoon, baby. I'm feeling great. Uh, you know, it's funny because we've talked about this format of the Mass Singer and how it's like, ah, uh, it kind of sucks. We're only stuck with one group. But it's been three episodes and we've already gotten through like, five contestants i mean technically only four unmaskings but i don't know it, it it feels like simultaneously a long time and also not that long of a time so i i i don't know i'm actually kind of okay with this pacing i mean wow. this is a ridiculous thing to say but i'm kind of okay with it and i think that now i'm moving to the next week with a brand new group like i'm still excited and i want to see who is going to perform next on our screen
0: Okay. Well, it's interesting because I still have moments, like there's still parts of the formatting I don't like. But what I do like is that at the very least, we're guaranteed like two new, um, what am I? What's the word? Two new injections of excitement basically into the season Mm -hmm. where episode four is five new people. Then episode seven is five other new people. So as deep as episode seven, we're going to have that excitement of night one, which is not a bad shout at all. I think what I probably dislike the most about this format at this stage is the fact that we had to have a double unmasking tonight
1: yeah i i think it's tough especially when you have people who you think deserve to go further in the competition because even like technically it's episode three but this is like the group a finale whereas like technically the cyclops and thingamabob if they were spacing out the episodes would have made it all the way to episode you know like nine or ten or something like that so like episode number doesn't necessarily feel rewarding to the people who don't end up making it to the finale but i kind of feel like this is their way of not doing the wild cards but still having like you said that injection or that element of something that's new and exciting without having to do the wild card format
0: yeah you know with everything there's a good there's a bad and of course there's an ugly but in this case we're the cuddly (laughs) part of mass singer
1: yeah yeah i don't know i like i'm i'm into it i'm having fun i'm having a good time
0: i'm glad you're having a good time because when you're having a good time I'm having a good time. Okay, so let's okay. talk about, well, you didn't have to say okay.
1: Oh, okay.
0: The, the Rumor flow over here. Okay. What did you think of Nick Cannon's outfit?
1: Uh, oh, uh, let's see. Uh, it was like, he was, sh- I remember he was shirtless and it was like a matching blazer pant yeah. combo, right? So it
0: was like a, it's a no shirt, blazer and pants, very bejeweled. Blazers and pants are like shining and then a very, very thick necklace around mm. his neck.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, if he's got the resources, go for it. Um, it was very reflective, which I don't know what the rules are for TV on like how reflective you want something to be. I know Carson on the season of Celebrity Big Brother had this very exciting reflective shirt. but I feel like it's the right level of reflective. Was this like two in your face? I don't know.
0: It could have been worse. I Yeah, it wasn't bad. I really like the uh, the backup dancers that wore the uh, the outfits that had who, 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 who all over it. It was very good. That I did like.
1: <laughs> yeah, there there were some fun backup dancers in this episode, just like in general.
0: <laughs> yeah, there definitely was. Okay, so basically with this episode, they told us at the beginning, they told us here again, there's going to be two unmaskings. One is going to go to the final and two are going to be gone here tonight. And I think the thing we all thought coming in was, okay, Cyclops is probably out. One of Thingamabob and Firefly is going to survive the night.
1: Mm-hmm. That happened. Yes. Uh, I Look, I think that ultimately... The outcome that we expected to happen expected i think that this episode really was the determinant of whether or not the firefly or the thingamabob was going to be the one that moved on to the finals and we talked about this before like song choice really matters and when we get into the individual discussions we'll talk about it more in depth but i felt like overall the firefly had a stronger performance this night specifically and that's where the voting occurs so i while i'm sad to no longer have anyone representing me in the draft from this group i think ultimately the the right decision was made
0: i think so too i do i I mean i took firefly first overall i do think for me personally this episode was a bit of a roller coaster of like oh this person's gonna win oh no this person's gonna win so Mm -hmm. firefly ends up edging it out so here's what we're gonna do today Let's talk about the Firefly first, since the Firefly is the one going into the final. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about the two unmasked performers following.
1: Yep. Okay. That makes sense to me. And we also got the clue packages back. Oh my god, <laughs> finally. To do some work this week.
0: <laughs> yeah, like please. We've been waiting. I'm I'm so happy they decided to bring back the clue packages because that episode it just that last episode didn't sit well with me
1: mm-hmm. yeah it just felt empty like yeah. uh yeah i don't know i was gonna make like an empty calories reference of like you just oh. consume it but you don't feel full afterwards is that does that makes sense all
0: right, no. Liana, tell us about the Fireflies clue package <laughs> oh, here.
1: <man. laughs> All right. So, yes, so super happy to have the clue package back. So we've had a lot of pictures with her. So we had the picture of Kanye, Con- or this week we have the picture of Kanye, but previously we had a picture of Tyler Perry. She was the one who also had the picture of Pharrell as her mega clue, right? Yes. Yeah. So I don't know why, but like there's a lot of pictures of men in her clothes. (laughs) I don't know if that means anything, but this week was Kanye. And then they also have a little bit of her origin story about how when she was younger, she would shy away from the spotlight, but dress up in her mom's clothes and finally ended up performing for her neighbors where she would charge them. So... Good little businesswoman over here. And then the few other sort of random things that I noticed from her clue package were there was a fire alarm, but like the pull mechanism for the fire alarm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then TNT fireworks and then like a red dress tailor measuring the red dress kind of thing. But I don't really know what that means.
0: Yeah. I, I think you've called out everything that I saw on the episode as well, on the clue package as well. I've not had a good read on Firefly. At all, my reads this season have been off completely. No one's been on my radar, and Firefly is no different. I feel like Kanye West, Pharrell, and and Tyler Perry, specifically with with Kanye West and Pharrell, I would have assumed I'd figure out who it is at this point. I simply mm-hmm. cannot. I just all I know is I know it's not Alicia Keys. That much I feel very confident in. I don't think it's <laughs> Alicia Keys.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that. I'm sort of stuck on like the Tyler Perry leading lady kind of thing. But the problem is, is that at least from my initial thoughts, there's like not one person that I can find that kind of fits the other clues that we've seen so far. But for some reason, that's like kind of what I'm stuck on. There is another woman who popped into my head, and this is probably because I saw a TikTok about her, but it was the the fireworks in the clue the tnt that made me think of it because there's a woman uh who co-wrote firework the song by Katy perry and she is actually she's a singer she's actually in pitch perfect um her name is esther dean i saw this whole like tiktok series about her i got stuck in this like rabbit hole anyway she's super incredibly talented the only thing is is that i I feel like some of the clues could fit, but at the same time, I don't think it's her voice. So if I was going to go with someone outside of like Tyler Perry's leading ladies, I think I would pick Esther Dean, but like even then I just don't feel confident about it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, what did you think of the performance?
1: Oh, I thought that this is the best performance of the night. So this is where for me, I felt like the firefly had a better performance in this bit than the thingamabob mm-hmm. because I just felt like. It was still a little experimental for her. So she did Attention by Charlie Puth. And she kind of had, I don't know, it's like kind of a country take on it a little bit. At least at the beginning, that was the sense I got. And her backup dancers had these like cowboy hats on. Um, But anyway, I felt like it was just the stronger performance. And I mean, this to me is the best indicator that she should be in the finals.
0: I love this performance. I, for me, the biggest thing that the Firefly has going for them is that the Firefly takes any artist's song and makes it their own. It's their Mm -hmm. own version. Like, you've not heard this version of this song by Charlie Puth before. And now you have. And it's all from the mind of the Firefly. So I really love that. Additionally, I love that the Firefly has a lot of movement around the stage that, you know, resonated with me. I'm a big fan of the Razzle Dazzle. and then. I also really liked the background being all nature, and the dancers had like, you know, like a nineties lamp with like, you know, mm-hmm. what do you call it on it? Like little strings on it, tassels, yeah, little yes. tassel
1: things, yeah.
0: <laughs> so I like this a lot. I like this performance a lot. I really love that the Firefly also got in the crowd and did some crowd work. I thought that was very well done. It was. Mm-hmm. It's worth noting that this was the last performance of the night as well. The Firefly ended the night for us.
1: Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Well, when they opened the show with Thingamabob and then closed the show with Firefly, it was like, okay, so these are clearly your top two. Yeah, we're not
0: (laughs) opening with the Cyclops. No offense, Cyclops
1: yeah Um, and then I guess we probably need to like mention the fact that they had the final showdown or whatever yes he does yes. perform again on the final showdown it's funny because when um Nick Cannon first mentioned it I was like wait I thought it was called a duel like I thought it was going to be a duel and then I realized that no two people were eliminated so it was kind of cool to have them all perform together which is something that they've done from time to time but not all the time so I think I agree with Robin when he said that it feels great to see them all perform together
0: yeah. So they all performed together and then they all performed the same song, which I mm-hmm. did like as well. L- you know what? Let's, t- how about, let's talk about the final showdown now. Um, because then we're going to talk about the Cyclops and, and the, uh, mm-hmm. thingamabob anyway. So I really liked the final showdown. I thought it was a lot of fun. I personally believe it or not thought that the thingamabob did a better job in the final showdown. And that yep. might have just been the, the, um, The parts they gave to the thingamabob because the thingamabob had higher notes, had runs, like it was, it was just better and like more filling, I think.
1: Mhm. Yeah, I you can actually if you pay attention to the crowd's cheers, this is where I actually thought that maybe the Thingamabob was going to make it, which I think like I don't know, maybe it's just cuz the Thingamabob was on my team, but like my rooting interest was with him even though ultimately I'm happy that the Firefly made it. But during the final showdown, if you hear the cheering after each individual performer finishes, it's like the loudest for the Thingamabob, then the Firefly, then the Cyclops. <laughs>
0: Yeah, which makes sense. I think it, it does make sense. Again, in that moment, I feel like the Thingamabob did their thing, did a really good job of it, too. Um, mm-hmm. What was the song they did? I seem to have not written it down. Oh, I my, Feel
1: Good by James Brown. Yeah, there we go. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that used to be my ringtone back in um, middle school. Oh, really? Yeah, grade 7, Why? grade 8. Why? Because it starts with a big, like, yell. And it was, it, you know, it was good. Uh, so,
1: like, notify you yeah
0: where's my phone at um i have you know a couple of uh the older members of my family definitely did not like that ringtone because it shocked them if my phone Mm -hmm. was just sitting there you know peculiarly in a corner somewhere so they didn't like it but i i loved it a lot great song yeah it's a
1: good song good
0: song good song. okay so then the judges come through with their with their comments liana okay and the judges their guesses for the firefly are as follows can guess Alicia Keys. This is an Alicia Keys. Jenny guessed Sierra. Liana, we both listen to plenty of Sierra. Is this Sierra?
1: Oh my god, it was so, I was like, I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> exactly. There were a lot, I mean, there's always <laughs> embarrassing guesses on The Mass Singer. This was added to the, the Honestly. Honestly. What was that jar? Didn't they have that jar for a while?
0: Yeah, the 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 bad guess jar where, yeah, you that, know, it was like, if you guessed Jamie Foxx, Lindsay Lohan, like a couple of people that you kept guessing frequently, you put them in the jar. Yeah. But, I feel like, you know, we I think we talked about this in the first episode. I feel like they've dumbed themselves down. I don't feel like they're, mm. it feels like they're not getting as many guesses good on purpose sometimes.
1: Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I Or maybe I, they didn't, I don't, have they gotten anyone correct so far? So they didn't get anyone this episode. They
0: did. They got Joe Buck, right?
1: Oh, they got Joe Buck. Yes. Well, Robin because... Thicke
0: got Joe Buck and Eric Stone Street got Joe Buck. Right,
1: right, right, right. Okay. All right.
0: Yeah, it's difficult. We can't we can't even track it because they don't have vault guesses anymore. So we don't even have that to be like, ooh, they figured it out. So yeah. um, then Keisha Cole was mentioned, which. TBD, I also don't think it's Keisha Cole, though. But then the biggest fear for me in the episode came when uh, there was a video like a, you know, a f- video from a friend that they do in these episodes. And mm-hmm. usually when they give that to someone, it's the kiss of death. So mm-hmm. <laughs> Jojo Siwa wishes um, good luck to yeah. Firefly. And I panicked. Like, oh, no, it's over. Okay, it's done. It was a good <laughs> ride.
1: Yeah, no, same. I had the same thought. I was like, oh, no. But you know what? They have surprised us in the past. And thankfully, this is one of the weeks where it was they were uh, off.
0: Yeah, so I'm looking at Jojo Siwa's body of work to see... Where could Jojo Siwa have linked up or had a connection with? Jojo
1: Siwa was on Dancing with the Stars and they like picking people from Dancing with the Stars. So they do
0: like picking people. Okay. So Jojo Siwa was on season 30.
1: Who was on season
0: 30? Oh my God. There's a lot of people. Super
1: recent, right?
0: Season 30 was the last one. It finished. It wrapped up in uh, November, end of November.
1: Okay. Let's look at the cast.
0: Yeah. So Um, Jojo Siwa uh, came up. Spoiler alert. Quickly, if you don't want to hear the spoiler for this, uh, the season of Dancing with the Stars, Jersey, what came in second, <laughs> um, in this season. But I'm looking at the names and no one here has any music connection that I would imagine, um, mm. would link up to Pharrell or Kanye, who's mm. a singer. And this isn't Mel C, obviously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> obviously
0: okay well TBD uh, right,
1: well, yeah we'll keep that on the back burner for now hopefully maybe my TikTok will continue to give me <laughs> t- informative TikToks because I know that I know they're listening
0: they really are alright so Leona, let's take a quick pause here when we come back we'll talk about the Cyclops so Next up, we're going to talk about the Cyclops. The Cyclops actually went middle anyway, so this works out. Cyclops was the first one to get unmasked out of the two. Liana, I am so upset. So upset. You have no idea how upset I am that I didn't figure out who the Cyclops was.
1: <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so I had two like big reactions to this episode. And to be like full transparency, I watched it at the gym. <laughs> so I was on the treadmill at the time. And when the Cyclops got unmasked, I was genuinely shocked because you're such a huge Lost fan. I was surprised that you didn't get it. But at the same time, like, I would have had no clue. So so, I'm kind of not surprised.
0: Well, it's the the moment of unmask. It was this clue package that really put it together for me. Um, But before that, I had no idea. I was completely snowed, even though later you realize There were more lost clues than you could imagine. And it just went by me. All of them.
1: Yeah. So you'll have to explain those to me.
0: And I shall. Okay. So let's talk about the Cyclops's clue package from this episode first before we proceed into wrapping it all together. So let's do that. Okay. So the Cyclops comes through. And first of all, the Cyclops has like a podcast. I did not know this. I did not know. Uh, Jorge Garcia had a podcast so that's a, you learn something new every day. Um but then as far as the other clues go for the cyclops here there was a statue of David there was a lottery ticket which was the the one for me that uh, pointed it out and it said 15 ways to win, okay? And then there was a mention of my favorite musician wanted me wanted to put me on their album. This we now know um or I know that uh, he was on Weezer's album.
1: Wait, really?
0: Yes. I oh. believe on like an album cover somewhere, I think.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: Yeah, I think so. Um, Let's see. Weezer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have an album called Hurley.
1: Oh. Yeah. Okay, we- that's cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, it got released in
1: 2010.
0: Hmm. Um... So there was that, but then, so the lottery ticket, obviously in lost, um, Hurley's whole story is that he played these numbers four eight fifteen sixteen eight, 15, 16, 23, 42, that were the winning numbers in the lottery and won a, a whole lot of money. But then after winning this money, his, uh, life pretty much was cursed. Okay. And the way it was cursed is that, um, uh, what's it called? The, for one of the first things that happened was a meteorite struck down the restaurant he worked at, Liana a meteorite struck down the chicken place and that, I'm so pissed that I missed that. It's because of the damn year. They put 1988 in that clue and it uh-huh. threw me off completely because I was focused on the year more than anything else and I'm upset about that and uh, I'm sad. Wait, what
1: happened in 1988? With I him, believe- like, can we tie it back? Is that when he was like born or something?
0: Uh, no, he was born in 1973. So, in
1: 1988, is that um, in Lost, the lost timeline? Is that when it got hit with the meteor? Mm, you know
0: I'm no, like, when the, no, oh, no, okay. no, 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 no. Um, someone will let us know because I can't even find it. Um, I can't find it. So, okay. Yeah, so I, I can't see it right now. Maybe I'll look it up as we're talking here and see if I can figure out what it is. Uh but yeah, so those were the clues specifically in this episode. The meteorite we just mentioned, that was the mega clue. And then mm-hmm. there was the compass, which of course, why do you where would you need a compass when you're lost? When
1: you lost.
0: <laughs> so.
1: That was one of those clues that I was like, Oh my god, we're so stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> So then Uh, what did you think about the performance of the Cyclops?
1: Yeah, I look, it's tough because I kind of had already, and this is like my own fault for coming in with preconceived notions, but I'd kind of already written off the Cyclops as like, you're going to be the third.
0: Wow. <laughs> so you know what? Like
1: I, Yeah, but like, look, credit where credit is due. I originally had thought that the Ram was better. I think the Cyclops definitely now for sure is better. And he's got a pretty decent singing voice. Yes. So I think he should be proud of what he did on the show.
0: No, absolutely. I feel like the Cyclops is a performer that would have probably had more longevity on a normal format season where you're not immediately booting three people back to back to back, Mm -hmm. where we would have seen the Cyclops make it all the way to like episode nine kind of thing.
1: Right. I mean, we'll see what the rest of the competition looks like, but from previous seasons, this is kind of like maybe like a sixth place finisher, maybe seventh place finisher. So nothing to uh, what's that saying? snuff your nose at no that's not right nothing to lick your nose at no what's that the saying most,
0: i don't know yeah. i don't use that phrase
1: your nose but at i know the phrase Saying.
0: are you actually googling this <laughs>
1: Yeah, but it just says what your nose shape says about you. Nothing to turn your nose at? Turn your nose up at Nothing to sneeze at? There's an idiom. I just don't know what it is. Nothing to sneeze at? Is that what it is?
0: No, probably not. <laughs> anyway, it's not important. It's not important. If 1988 was not what we're going to look at, we're not going to look at this. It's fine. Okay. But no, I thought that you know, yeah, I thought... nothing
1: to sneeze at. I think you're right. Nothing shaman. to sneeze at means something that is not an in, inconsequential matter. Okay, yeah. Nothing to sneeze at.
0: I'm I'm a legend, what can I say? English is a second language? Maybe. But you know, I do it out here. I try what I can. Yeah, so I gotta look up what podcast this is, too, because that was part of the that was part of the um the clue package was a podcast.
1: You think we can Um, get them on the Mass Singer podcast?
0: Imagine. Imagine that happens, though I would lose my mind. Uh the Kaiju podcast is bi-weekly show about movies with giant monsters. Every other week, Ralph and Jorge will be discussing movies starring Godzilla, King Kong, Gamera, Mothra, and so on. So that is the podcast, I believe. That, that only has 68 ratings though. Could that be it?
1: Is this the right one? The last episode they published was 2021.
0: Yeah, I mean, that would be the one. Right? I assume that it started in 2020. Huh. Let's see. He launched a Lost podcast in
1: 2020.
0: Ten. Okay.
1: Huh. <laughs> I don't know. There's no like clear, definitive like. Oh yeah, this is the podcast. It's been running for like years. So I don't know. Whatever, dude.
0: Hey, listen. I feel like the they had to put other clues in because they couldn't just stockpile lost clues. Which <laughs> they were they already really doing did. the
1: most. Yeah. yeah <laughs>
0: they they did a lot. <laughs> so yeah, the performance was good. I thought you know it was ballad. It was nice. The lighting was good. The my favorite part. Was and no, again, no offense to the Cyclops, but the uh people throwing stuffed animals on the stage, I enjoyed quite a bit
1: mm-hmm. at the end
0: of the performance.
1: Well, I thought it was also funny because he did the flash dance song, which I think I can't remember who it was, but one of them was like, I think it was Robin that was like, the Cyclops is doing the flash dance song. <laughs> for some reason that really made me laugh. It was just like the pure joy,
0: yeah. The dancers had balls on their heads and like one eye faces. They really do the most with these backup dancers, but I'm not mad at it with the cyclops yeah. at all.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about no. I think it was the thingamabobs. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never
0: mind. You know what I'm mad at though? Mm. The judges' guesses. <laughs> so yeah. Ken Jong with the shield and and the the meteor is convinced this is someone from Guardians of the Galaxy and said this is Dave Batista.
1: Oof! Is this the one where also who guessed Zach Brown? Jenny. Oh, McCarthy. I was, that's so. I, I, you remember how upset I was about the Rob Thomas guess? Which, by the way, my Spotify then became Rob Thomas for like a week.
0: Mass Singer influences your music quite I a know. bit. I know. People don't know that. When Jesse McCartney was on the show, Liana listened to only <laughs> Jesse McCartney for eight months.
1: Eight months. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so this week then I was like, oh my God. All right. I need to somehow like somehow me listening to Zach Brown's music will like make up for the terrible guests. I don't know. Oh, but oh yeah. Okay. Continue. Go on. No, I'll talk about it later. I'll talk about it later. It's not relevant now.
0: Okay. So then, the other guest was Robin Thicke with Dak Shepard.
1: Also, bad guess, but at least he corrected it later.
0: Well, with he was like
1: the Dak Shepard is taller.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because we found out that the Cyclops' face actually is underneath the soul patch and not mm-hmm. on top of the, where the eye is.
1: Yeah, which honestly totally makes sense. Like where else are they going to put the, um, the, the eye hole? Cause they can't make it. Cause, eye. Yeah. Cause that, well, obviously they can't do it there. They've got a bunch of electronics and stuff up there, but I will say once the podcast came out and then he or the podcast clue and then Robin did guess Dak Shepard, I started going through all of those. Like this is going to sound mean, but like, uh, 50 something. 40 something white male actors with podcasts that are all like now starting.
0: (laughs) There's a lot of them. You can't just, one does not simply go through that list, Liana. There's so many more in the last two years, even.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I feel like it was like this massive increase over the past two years. Like finally, they learned that podcasts are a thing, and we're like, oh, we should do that about our show. We need to
0: hop in on this today. Yeah, Yeah. sir. This has been going on since 2007. Like, what are you doing? (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah so that got me thinking but then I couldn't come up with anything conclusive and then the Cyclops got unmasked and I stopped thinking about it.
0: I wish the podcast clue came out in episode one so that we could have spent Damn. our time just speculating for three weeks of which podcaster it could be <laughs> um, unfortunately not enough time here yeah no. so that brings us to the last performer of the evening and that performer goes by the name of thingamabob
1: Oh,
0: I'm Liana. sad well, listen, you had a right, correct guess.
1: Oh my God. I can't even tell you. So when I said I had two reactions while I was listening at the gym or was watching at the gym, the first on the treadmill to the Cyclops, the second I was on the rowing machine and I feel bad because the guy next to me, I was like, oh my God, like audibly out loud. And the guy next to me just like looks at me like this idiot watching the stupidest show on television as i'm like trying to desperately like keep up my split
0: so i was gonna ask where did you put your phone at the at the rowing machine
1: i arrested it on top so there's like two places that i can put it one is on top of the little um uh display thing and then the other one is where you hook the the pulley thing the handlebars, mm-hmm. where you hook that in, the pop socket fits in that little oh the, like spot right there. So those are kind of the two. And or like, if I'm feeling nervous, I just put it on the floor next to me.
0: Could people see what you were watching?
1: Oh yeah, for sure. For sure, the guy next to me could see what show I was watching and how passionate I was about see, you're very it
0: bold because I get very self-conscious about that and I turn my brightness down to zero. Uh-huh. I'm like, no one oh, needs to see what YouTube video I've got downloaded to watch. Like, I'm like a watch Mojo bu- clip.
1: No, okay. Well, I'm like doing push-ups watching Drag Race. Like, no, I, I, I have no shame. Anyway, so, so I'm like, yes. Like, I'm so happy. And I like want to celebrate my correct guess. And the guy is just like this weirdo. I'm like, yes. Go Liana.
0: You did a thing.
1: I did a thing. Yeah. Because again, it was one of those things that it was like immediately caught me that it was a Philadelphia player. I did a quick Google search of like Philadelphia Eagles players who can sing, narrowed it down to two. And then from there, like had my sort of main horse in the race. Um, and it was while watching this clue package also for the thing, Bob, I just felt more and more confident in who it was, but simultaneously like more and more ready to be proven wrong because, you know, you do the like confirmation bias thing or of whatever course. because with the clue package there was the kangaroo I was like oh my god he's Australian kangaroo nailed it there was the bull on the suitcase which he played rugby wherever he played rugby for from the, the bulldogs, bulldogs which we had seen a bulldog earlier in the first clue package so I was like yes I got but this but this is Red Bull what is Red Bull
0: the suitcase was red and it had a bull on it
1: does he have a Red Bull like sponsorship deal or something
0: No idea. I made that up.
1: Oh, okay. Well, whatever. (laughs) Anyway, so I was like so excited. And then it was talking about like when I was young, I made this big career move, which I knew from my reading of his Wikipedia page that he had moved from being a rugby player to playing in the NFL. And that was kind of like his big move that he had made. So I was like, god he's a bd which i talked about last week so i just felt so confident and then it was after his performance which we can talk about performance in a sec but after the performance when he was kind of tearing up and like feeling very emotional about the whole experience i could i was like that is an australian accent I, I got this i nailed this i was so excited oh it was such a good moment
0: you did very good i was skeptical i was so skeptical of it i did not think you had it at all Um, So I will say, well done.
1: Uh, He's now my favorite NFL player. (laughs) Yeah. We're Philly fans now.
0: We are? Okay. Um, I'm a Ravens fan. I've told you this.
1: Yeah. Well, the good news is is that, like, my family roots for the Eagles because I have family in Philadelphia. So Mm -hmm. it's like, we're already, like, close enough. So.
0: Sounds good. I've been told I'm in in for a world of pain with uh, supporting the Ravens. So.
1: Yes. Uh, and and gonna, my whole yeah. family is upset at you for that choice. You know that. Why? They were like, why did he pick? the?" Because none of us are Ravens fans. You had to, you the correct choices were the Broncos, maybe the Eagles. And I guess maybe the Vikings based on like where my family lives. But those are the, oh, the Cardinals. You could have picked the Cardinals. You could pick the Arizona Cardinals.
0: Why do they care what team I pick?
1: I don't understand the question.
0: It's my team. I pick my team.
1: Yeah, but you're part of our family now.
0: What? So like I have to drop my support (laughs) of the Ottawa Senators now and pick like the. No,
1: if you had a pre-existing team that you supported, they would be understanding of that. But if you're picking a team brand new, you have to consider the family that you're a part of.
0: Oh, I considered and then I made my own decision.
1: You should be a Broncos fan.
0: (laughs) No, I should not.
1: All right. Well, when's the
0: last time they were relevant?
1: Hmm. That's mean. mean.
0: It's not. See, you're you're a fake fan because I you do not know that they signed Russell Wilson this year.
1: Yeah, I do know that. And my sister sent me a meme this morning from the governor who posted a meme of hold on let me pull it up so i get it exactly oh, so you
0: correct. suddenly know now you didn't know like two minutes ago
1: no 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 okay so <clears throat> it was from the governor of colorado and it was the uh, invesco well it's no longer the invesco field at mile high but it was the Broncos stadium that has this like black smoke coming out of it and he wrote we do not have an owner because it's like the pope because you know how like when the Cardinals are deciding what Pope they're going to have, they have like either white smoke or black smoke, depending on whether or not they made the, it's a Catholic football joke.
0: It's very sick reference, bro. Very good. Loved it. Man. (laughs) I definitely understood everything you just said. Everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, (laughs) I, so yeah, the clue for me last week, I said, I felt I detected an accent. The kangaroo mm-hmm. only furthered that for me that, okay, this is someone song from Australia. So when they saw the wrecking ball in the clue mm-hmm. package and they immediately thought, oh my God, Miley Cyrus, it looked like a football drill to me. It looked like he was like this yeah. uh, thingamabob was dodging someone. So I was like, oh, it's a football player. Like it, to me, that just, that was obvious, I guess, uh, but not to the judges. I'll say that. So then we had the well, performance. Here, sorry, ahead.
1: just quickly on the record, because I had obviously narrowed in on one acceptable choice and did not consider other options. I went Control F on his Wikipedia page, and it says his success has seen him frequently described by the media as a human wrecking ball. boom.
0: Okay, well that that's that clue. Then it's not Liam Hemsworth.
1: Yeah. Okay. Jenny. Robin. Wait, I thought that. Wait. Oh, did Robin say Jason Momoa?
0: Robin said Jason Momoa. That's right. Okay. (laughs) And then he said it one Momoa time at the end.
1: (laughs) Get out. I'll finish the podcast without. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You you know, really? Let's go back and talk about the the joke you were trying to make with the black smoke and the white smoke. Let's go back there.
1: (laughs) It wasn't even my tweet.
0: Oh, now you're passing the buck to your go- sister. Okay, Look,
1: I'm not. No, no, it wasn't even her tweet. Is the governor of Colorado's tweet?
0: The governor for the 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 state that you wanted me to support the team of.
1: <laughs> yeah, did I ever tell you that I wanted to be pope?
0: Do you want to tell the listeners? Because I've definitely heard this before. Oh,
1: no, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, we'll we'll hold that for when we get to two hundred five star reviews on our uh podcast feed. Yeah,
1: it's a yeah. long story. It's a detailed story.
0: <laughs> it is it's a very fun one. So go over to RobinsonWebsite.com <laughs> slash masked singer, M-A-S-K-E-D-S-I-N-G-E-R, please.
1: Okay. Your comment can just be pope.
0: Sure. Or whatever you want, or nothing okay so Liana what did you think of the performance by the thingamabob what do you think of this Um, uh, rendition of classic
1: yeah so I was very excited especially because I was trying to remember the name of this band I cannot even tell you I was like I knew there was an m and a t it was like four letters this group you know the mkto is the name of the group yeah it came up once on my spotify on like a discover weekly playlist and I had not been able to find them since so this was like the greatest moment because I could finally go and look at the rest of their songs that I enjoyed listening to. But that aside, I felt like mm. I felt like either this wasn't the correct song choice for him or there was maybe he was like so emotional because obviously in his confessional or his confessional, his like discussion with the judges afterwards. He was very emotional because I felt like there was a little bit of a lack of breath control, which we had seen in his other not seen in his other performances. So to me, that was kind of the biggest thing that made me feel like, oh, God, I'm a little nervous for the thingamabob because my personal rooting interest was for him to move to the finale. So. While it was amazing, and he's obviously a much more talented singer than I, I did feel like that those breath control moments kind of held me back on being like 100% Yas Queen in this uh, this performance.
0: Yeah, I li- it was a great start to the show, right? And and for me, after watching this performance, I thought, okay, the Firefly needs to come out with something great, otherwise uh, they could lose here. But it was, vibes were immaculate. There was mm-hmm. a lot of color, bright, shiny colors. There was a fuzzy Jeep that the uh, Thingamabob rode in on, which I loved. And then the ground was all green. It, it just, it was very appealing to me. I very much enjoyed this performance. It was a good, good, good time. And uh, yeah, I didn't have much to complain about with this. I just felt like it wasn't as good as the Fireflies performance. But then in the final showdown, I thought Thingamabob did better.
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i would agree with that i definitely think that thingamabob did better in the final showdown and i just uh i was just really rooting for the thingamabob you know every once in a while there's a performer that comes on the mass singer that i want to actively like download the songs that they performed i want to listen to them sing i want to rehear their performances and the thingamabob was definitely one of those performers where i just felt really excited and sort of captivated by them. And especially given the fact that I thought that they were a football player, I feel like this is what the Mass Singer is all about, right? It's about people who aren't inherently singers being able to like come on the show, show off this hidden talent and be super successful. And so that's why like, that's really what got, that's what I love about the show. And so I felt like he really is the best example of that that we've had recently.
0: Yeah, this, the, the background in this performance, like all the greenery, it reminded me of this summer where I, when we had first gotten our place in sophomore year and we had like a little front yard area that we had to tend to. And I definitely took the brunt of that where, you know, about every week or so, I had to go out there. I had my shoes on. I had Momoa. <laughs>
1: No. <laughs> what did I tell you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get that one.
0: Lawn moa.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> you can move on right out of here, okay?
0: <laughs> I will. So, a uh, quick question, a quick recap. We're on the seventh season now. Have we, outside of spoiler alert for the next minute, we're going to discuss the winners of Mass Singer? If you don't want to know them, you've been warned. Aside from Wayne Brady in season two, who technically wasn't a singer, um, well, I guess was, but also wasn't more so famous for like whose line and and other works, acting jobs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Have we had a non-singer win? Okay, Candy Burris won. No, Candy Burris is singer what am I saying? What am I saying? Yeah,
1: Yeah. this is going to sound weird to like put T Pain in this category, but I feel like like. T-Pain is obviously a singer
0: well he's more known known, for the rapping
1: yeah that's what I'm saying it's Mm -hmm. like he's known for being a rapper and he's known for using auto tune so I kind of feel like his win almost was an example of that because he wasn't like known for or was discounted maybe as being you know like oh the auto tune guy like he can't really sing
0: yeah no and that's honestly that's very fair that's very fair I, I do I could see that for sure um yeah, I know, but everyone else was a singer. Like, mm-hmm. you had Jewel, Nick Lachey, Leanne Rimes, Candy Burris, mm-hmm. and then Wayne Brady and T-Pain, who were the first two winners of the seasons. But then every season after that, it's been a singer. That's one.
1: Yep. I'm trying to see, like, the furthest that someone's gone. So, the jellyfish is Chloe Kim. So, she was an Olympic gold medalist, but I wouldn't even say she was, like, like well, tip look- top
0: Yeah. Here. I'm looking at the final three of every season Mm -hmm. and like Wiz Khalifa is a rapper and made it to Mm -hmm. third place but everyone else pretty much um, yeah in some way shape or form is a singer
1: the thing is is like I know that Wayne Brady is listed as an actor slash comedian which like you mentioned is like oh well it's what he's most known for but yeah he still released music he had music
0: out yeah Yeah. and like he was most known for his singing parts in whose line? He was yeah. the go to singer for everything.
1: I think if I had to pick someone who was not a singer who probably did the best, I think I would pick the Thingamajig. Uh,
0: Victor Oladipo. Yeah. That's a good pick. Victor Oladipo went like far, right? Fifth place, I think.
1: I think so. Yeah. Fifth place. I think him, Thingamajig and Thingamabob, I think have been the best two sort of non professional singer.
0: What was the, singers. who was the, it? Do you remember that?
1: Oh, God. Uh, what season was
0: that? <laughs> that's a, That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Three
1: was that season three?
0: Mm, no, no, season four, four was, right?
1: Wait, <laughs> yeah, the whatchamacallit. Yeah, that was Lonzo Ball because, okay. um, and that was season yes. four, it was Lonzo Ball. Five, four. So I think here's
0: the move if the next one, if there's like and and coming to the stage, the doohickey, then it's definitely an athlete, it's definitely an athlete.
1: Three, Ooh. yeah, okay.
0: So anytime there's one of those names, like the whatchamacallits, the thingamabobs, I'm gonna go if it's a big costume guard, it's an athlete, just which sport. Let's figure that out. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. I like that. I can get behind that theory.
0: Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm I'm you know, I'm just randomly looking here at um yeah, Chloe Kim came in fifth and was, you know, is an Olympic medalist and not Mm -hmm. a singer. But everyone else, it's like from one, two, three, four, yeah, from seventh place to first place that season. It's gold medalist in the middle, then singer, 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 singer mm-hmm. all the way through. Um, and of course, I, the serpent, a.k.a. the surgeon slash viral video star.
1: I just read that. That's so funny that that's his like, claim to fame. I, you know, the thing is, is that I feel like in showbiz, this is my like complete uneducated okay. knowledge of showbiz. Most people kind of have the ability to like act, sing and dance, you know, maybe not like 100% a triple threat, but I think there's a lot of people who just kind of like have this performance talent. And so even some of the people who are actors, like they're still singers, maybe they're known more for acting, but like they can still perform in that way. So anyway, yeah, look, I think it was a fun group. I think that. I'm happy that we're moving on to the next group because I think another week of this, I think I would start to get a little bit bored.
0: Fatigue. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But it was fun.
0: It was, I think, so I'm excited. Let's do a prediction real quick. Do you think this next group is going to be stronger or weaker than group A? As far as like specifically not talent, but name. Name,
1: oh, you mean in terms of the star power of the celebrities that are in the costumes,
0: right? Because I do feel like this Uh, batch was kind of lacking. Um, as you know, compared to some other seasons, especially, I feel like it was kind of lacking because we had Joe Buck, we had mm -hmm. the Food Network person from the first episode, which I feel so mean not even knowing their name,
1: Duff Goldman, Duff (laughs)
0: Goldman. Thank you. Um, I would say Jorge was like the most popular in like pop culture.
1: No, I think Joe Buck. Joe Buck is definitely more famous. In
0: America? Yeah. yeah this is an you,
1: American show. Yeah, but There's if you
0: don't watch if you don't watch football, then you don't yeah. know who Joe Buck is.
1: Yes. I think that's the thing is is that if you're not a huge football fan, you might not know him like um, you know, people know Tom Brady, right? People know JJ Watt. Joe Buck is kind of one of those names that's like a little bit you may or may not know, but he's a super well known sportscaster.
0: I didn't know him. So,
1: well, yeah, but you root for the Ravens. So,
0: how dare you? <laughs> Chappelle will not stand for this.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I mean, my buddy I'm, can come at me. <laughs>
0: I'm looking at some of the, you know, the first three boots of every season. And I would say this was the weakest of the bunch. What was <laughs> season four? That's the one I need to look at because that was the season that was. You know, rushed in the middle of the pandemic, right?
1: Mm, Yes.
0: And that season had, oh, that season had Buster Rhymes, Mickey Rourke, and Brian Austin Green. No, that was stacked.
1: Oh, bag.
0: (laughs) Bag. The mass dancer judge himself. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. I think, I think still, uh, actually, you know what? That'll be the fun question of the week for the listeners that finish this podcast. Add us on Twitter, at LeonRHAP, at Puyaism. Let us know who is the most. Who would you say is the most, the biggest star power of the four boots from uh, so this season so far? Let us mm-hmm. know. I'm very curious.
1: All right. Well, do you want to know who's performing next week?
0: Oh, you know that? Yes.
1: Hmm. Okay. So. The masks that we're going to see next week. So we know the Hydra is coming. That's the one that they gave the TMZ article yes, for. The one yes, that yes, yes. literally looks like something from an amusement park. I don't know how the hell they have people inside of it. I don't know how mm-hmm. many people are inside of it, but like <laughs> we'll find out. So we have the Hydra. We also have... Uh, so the Hydra's on Team Bad. That's the mm-hmm. only Team Bad person competing. And then the other people that we have is from Team Good. The Armadillo and mm-hmm. ringmaster <laughs>
0: of course of course.
1: Mark. and then from team cuddly we have lemur and miss teddy
0: miss teddy okay
1: yeah <laughs> so
0: interesting we'll so okay do you want to do a quick prediction of who do we think is going to be a good singer and who's going to be a bad singer based on nothing
1: okay I feel like the hydra is going to be a bad singer based on nothing
0: uh, I could see the Hydra being the first boot.
1: I just feel like that giant costume—it's
0: for show. It's not even like the Russian nesting dolls or the snow owls, where it's like, ooh, okay, like this feels like it can't last more than an episode to me.
1: Yeah, it just feels like the head is like, how can it even not sustainable? Move? Yeah, it's just not—it's not sustainable. I
0: agree.
1: <laughs> I agree. I okay, think the so- lemur
0: is going to be very good
1: you think the lemur? Hold on. Yeah. Look at the costume. All right. So the lemur. Okay. The the lemur's lemur got razzle dazzle
0: capabilities. Uh,
1: yeah. So definitely like a costume that you can move in. I think the pants are pretty slim. The outfit doesn't look too heavy. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's definitely a possibility. I feel like the ringmaster's costume is really cool. The sort of under part looks like she can move, but she's got this big sort of ring. It looks like, like the, the parachute top. game. It does. Like, yes, it does sort of. Um it's it's like a circus, right? It's like the big top of the circus. So if she can take that part off, I feel like then she can move a lot. So I'm cautiously optimistic for the ringmaster as well
0: that like the ringmaster could be a finalist.
1: I think it's possible. And then who who else did I say is in? Uh Miss Teddy. Oh yeah, that's a choice as a name. But we'll we'll move. <laughs> just oh. like a big i think miss teddy's out no way miss teddy's making the finals i just
0: also agree with up. that and that leaves us with the armadillo armadillo i can't tell you i don't know armadillo goes no
1: it it reminds <laughs> me it rem, armadillo goes it reminds me of the the bull costume a little bit but bigger
0: i'm looking at the armadillo's photo right now and the armadillo's packing calves. Um, (laughs) what?
1: That's not a phrase I've heard of packing calves.
0: Yeah, well, listen. Can you be packing other stuff? I mean, I don't know, but as someone who's packing calves, I can tell you, I can see a good calf when I see it. Imagine this is someone that's not good with calves. Then I'm just an idiot. But
1: he's got this little. He's got these like giant shoes, and then this weird little bone tail that kind of like freaks me out a little bit.
0: Oh, yeah. Like, look at his, that. His,
1: like bone is sticking out of his body.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I feel like, I feel like look out for the Ringmaster in this group. I think out of the five.
1: Just I think Ringmaster the and Lemur maybe, although yeah. the Lemur's costume is relatively simplistic, which makes me a little bit nervous. No,
0: that's fine. They need, they need some to be simpler than, you know, they can't all be Cyclops with the moving eye, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, we'll find out. We'll find out next week when we start meeting these uh, this new batch, which honestly, that would leave us with Baby Mammoth, Jack in the Box, Prince, Queen Cobra, and Space Bunny. Which Is that the most fun group of the bunch just based on the costumes? I think so.
1: I am like simultaneously excited and terrified for Space Bunny.
0: No, I'm terrified for Jack in the Box.
1: Oh God! Yes. Yeah, Jack in
0: the box looks like it's a, it's like a chicken, turkey, peacock in a in a box.
1: <laughs> what? It's
0: like, decide which which bird are you here? I can't tell. Look at it.
1: Yeah, I think it's a it's like a David Blaine turkey.
0: That made less sense than me saying all three <laughs> birds, but that's fine. Do um, you think it's a we magician? Moved. If it's David Blaine, and, and you just said that oh, as a joke here, that would be nuts.
1: How excited I would be if David Blaine or Chris Angel was on the show. That would be so good.
0: Why would that be so good?
1: I don't know. It just feels like that like moment in time where those shows were and those specials were like a big deal. Mm. It just feels very nostalgic.
0: <laughs> Can I quickly also point out that the Firefly is in the finals and the Firefly was in the bottom two last week
1: Mm. honestly okay you want to hear my conspiracy theory always and I didn't want to say it because I do feel like the Firefly deserved to move on based on her merit but I kind of feel like she's the one who choked in that one episode she rushed off the stage when she was in the bottom what if she struck a deal with producers that she was like I will be the drama for your show, if you guarantee me the finals,
0: no, that's no, that's far. What, what
1: about that though? Yeah, no, well, I don't like well, that. What about it though?
0: You want to hear my conspiracy theory? Yeah. So I guess to decide <laughs> next week.
1: Oh, if, I'm so upset that this was the decision for the draft because why? I feel like you can just always have the top pick. Yeah, well, at least for two weeks, and then you you're like guaranteed to have like two top. But you say that, but
0: the thingamabob nearly made it to the next round.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, (laughs) as long as there's two front runners, it's going to be hard to figure out. No, here's my theory. So I get to pick next week whether or not I go for um, whether or not I go for first, right? And then if I don't, you go first. What if this season there really is going to be a good, a bad, and a cuddly left in the finals? I feel like that's what they want, right? Firefly was the good. What if next week we're next batch we're guaranteed a bad winning?
1: Okay, so I was actually looking at that because since there's only five people in each group, that means that there can only be one representative. Mm-hmm. right like from certain groups so for example there were two good oh, two bad one one cuddly in yeah. this last group so we have good there's only one bad in this next it's Hydra. Group. so
0: it's not this group so, the, the so bad is in the other group
1: <laughs> that makes me feel like the bad is in the other group so then does that mean that the cuddly is in this group does that so, mean that lemur or miss teddy is the oh man, here
0: I don't know I, don't I mean know. listen we're, we're we've not even heard anything and we're trying to figure it out because I feel like off co- if we're drafting off costume, I think I'd go ringmaster first, probably. So we'll have to wait and see next week. Okay. We got to, we got to holster the guesses till next week.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll find out.
0: There we go. Well, Liana, where can people find you? What do you have going on before we head on out here?
1: Well, you can follow me on Twitter at liana r h a p podcasting about survivor this has been such a fun season so far i'm really excited to talk about it this week so mike and i are gonna have grace leader the host of the sports i don't know Puya if, uh, if you know things about like football and sports and stuff but anyway so she will be joining us to talk about this latest episode we're gonna do a bracket which i'm excited about so definitely to uh, check that out if you're a survivor watcher we get into all the fee the feeds the weeds of all of the silliness on the BNB. And then I am doing RuPaul's Drag Race season 14 with Beth and Amon. And still we finally had our first queen eliminated in the month of March. (laughs) So just kind of shocking, but we're plugging along on that. And then also some pictures of the uh all winners season have leaked. So we're very excited about that when that comes out in the next uh probably the next like maybe six weeks or so. So we have that to look forward to.
0: Exciting stuff on the way. Love that. Love that. Um, I didn't know there was an all winter season coming up. So that's exciting.
1: Yeah, it's going to be really. I mean, the thing is, is that like, obviously, like same with winners at war. There's like some people that are missing that you are sad that they're not there, mm, but like course. understandable. So, uh, yeah. This how season,
0: many seasons have there been?
1: This is season 14 right now.
0: And how many winners are going to be at that? season
1: like so th- no there's not that many this is sort of similar to the international season uh, I think there's only like nine
0: nine is not a bad number still okay
1: maybe there's less than that hold on let me look at that I don't want to like well no
0: on. well this is a discussion're off the podcast <laughs> um, okay yeah
1: one two three four five six seven L- eight eight, eight.
0: Thank you for that. You're welcome. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at Puyas. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I do stream that three, four times a week. Come through, say hi. It's always appreciated. You can also find me over on 90 Day Fiance podcast, doing the recaps for this season of Before the 90 Days. Coming up, we're going to have season nine of 90 Day Proper. That's come, That's going to be there in about three weeks. So I'm very excited for that. And then also over on Show recaps, I do talk about Bel Air with Chappelle. So definitely enjoy that while you can have two more weeks before the season's done. I'm not ready to say goodbye yet, but we still got some podcasting there to go. And last but not least, of course, if you want to find out what Liana's story is about her wanting to be the Pope when she was younger, leave us some rating and reviews. Go over to robinswebsite.com slash mass singer. We appreciate it. No matter how, where. Thank you. Okay. Uh, That was an odd sentence, but I'm just going to keep it in the edit and move on. Okay. Sometimes you do these live. Sometimes they land. Sometimes they don't just like a summer's day in a, in a grass yard. I'm going to bring Momoa and take it home. Okay.
1: That's right. Nothing to sneeze at.
0: Exactly. So thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next week to talk about the second batch of contestants on season seven. We'll let them ask you then. Take care. Bye Who's under there? I wonder I want to know what I can't see. Who's under there? I want to talk about this and the safe Who's under there? I wonder I want to know but I can't see. Who's